Hi, I'm Waylon Chavez. Welcome to the Proven Path Podcast. I'm sitting here today with Lee Brown. How are you today, Lee? Oh, fantastic. It's good to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm very excited about our conversation today and for our listeners to hear it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your market and what's going on this year in your business? Well, I'm kind of jealous of the parts of the country that have moved into a seller's market where people talk about 30 offers and people bidding above list price because we don't have that in Charlotte. We're in a flat place right now where we still have too much inventory for the buyers that we have. It's better than it was a year ago. But we're still making our way through some challenges as far as inventory goes. Why don't we tell people what you're going to be doing this year, if you want to share that with us. To the people that say that there's no business out there, business is hard to find, why don't you tell them what you're doing this year and how successful you and your team are going to be this year? Well, you know, it's interesting. My business has gone up every year of the downturn, and I attribute a lot of that to attitude I have been very glass half full the whole time during the downturn because people have lost a lot of hope. Sellers have lost hope. Buyers don't know who to believe because they get mixed messages. And we've stayed very Pollyanna about things. And and we'll tell people that when it sucks, we know that. But we're going to help them get the best result they can. And a lot of agents have worn gloom and doom on their sleeve. And it's hurt their businesses whether they acknowledge it or not. So we've approached the business as a team from a position of plenty instead of a position of want. And there's always enough to go around. Houses have been bought and sold throughout history, and it's just different types of markets. You just have to adapt to it. This year, I'm having my best year ever. Uh, My small team of six people, three sales agents and three admins, we're going to do over 200 transactions for the first time in my business. And I don't work after 5 o'clock on weekdays, and I don't work weekends anymore. I attribute a lot of the success of my team to systems. We have everything down to a very specific system. When you call our office, you're going to get the same response every time. So we're trying to be more consistent in our delivery to sellers and to buyers. And it's allowed us to deliver a higher level of client satisfaction along with delivering results. Because we'll tell the truth, and we'll stay positive with them, and we'll hold their hand the whole way through the process. And I'll tell you, it sounds a little bit maudlin, but I give my glory back to God because we tithe in our family, and we haven't ever sacrificed our time with worship to sell a house. And I would encourage any listener, no matter what your belief system is, to find out what it is that you're passionate about and what you believe in and hold strong to that and don't let the business take over your life. I've seen so many agents fail because they let other people dictate what was important. And once they acknowledge that things are important to them, whether it's church or kids or spouse or parents, if you acknowledge that those things are a priority, your clients will respect that and your business will grow. It's almost amazing. And have you found through having a work-life balance that when you are at church, when you are attending um, events with your children, that not that you're looking for the business, but does business come to you when you're in those activities and not necessarily searching for it? Oh, that's a great question because I actually am an officer at my church and I've seen at funerals other realtors will come and they're wearing their name tags. And all I can think is, geez, Louise, take the thing off. This is not the appropriate time to wear a big old brass name tag. You, you be where you are and you be in the role that you're there for. So people do come up to me and they want to talk real estate. And I'll ask them to please hold that conversation until the next business day because that's not why I'm there right then. 
I coach my daughter's softball team, and it's always fun to hang out with seven and eight-year-old girls. And if you haven't done it, then poke a sharp stick in your eye, and you will have just as much fun as I did sometimes. But that's an, a wonderful opportunity for referrals and for future business. But I approach that in the same way that I approach the congregation at my church. If they want to have those conversations, I just ask that we put it off to the next business day so that my attention stays focused on the purpose at hand. And when I'm coaching my daughter's team, my focus is the girl. And that, that's awesome. What kind of tips can you give to people that are out there that are saying, you know, there's no business, I don't know what to do with my business, that are thinking about maybe even getting out of the business that were once successful before when everybody else was successful also? What can we, can you tell them to kind of motivate them and get them back in and, you know, get focused again? Well, the first thing I would suggest is that that person decide if real estate is indeed their passion. Because if real estate is not your passion, it will eat you alive. And I acknowledge that. And it's not for everybody. But you've got that license. You worked your tail off to get it. So find a way to hang your license with a referral company and find an agent that you like and respect and give your referrals to that person so that you can receive some financial return for the work that you put in. But it's not for everybody. If it's your passion and you can't figure out how to make it profitable, find a mentor, find an agent who's successful, and go to lunch with them. Ask them for ideas. Ask them for input. Get re-involved and re-engaged. And if you're scared to do that in your local market because you think your competitors will eat you alive, call on your friends inside networks such as CRS. There are other agents out there who feel exactly the way that you feel and can walk you through this. They will support you. They will give you ideas. They will be a shoulder to cry on because, let's face it, this is a nasty business from time to time. And we can't tell our spouses when we've had a bad day because they don't want to hear it. And you can't let your clients know you've had a bad day because they will lose faith in you. You have to pick and choose your audience. And so I would say it's so powerful to rely on your colleagues inside a network like CRS who are experienced in the business, and they know. They know, and they're going to give you something that's going to help you pick up yourself and keep moving forward. So what vehicles of communication are you using to relate your positive attitude and to the public and to your team to keep a positive outlook on the market and to keep everybody upbeat? Well, I feel like I'm walking a thin line right now because the bulk of the media is so gung-ho about how awesome real estate is right now, and I'm not seeing that because I'm looking at the broader economic picture so my competitors inside my market are all painting rainbows and cotton candy, sunshine, outlooks on real estate, and I don't think we're there yet. So I have to be positive in my delivery of what I believe to be an honest message. I do that through the telephone, although I don't like calling people. I'm, I'm actually kind of reticent because I talk so much during the day. Uh, but I will send personal notes. I highly believe in those. I do radio advertising. It's a wonderful way to reach a target market. It's very expensive, but it works for me, and I'm glad to talk to anybody who has questions about it. I will tell you, you don't need a middleman to set it up. You just need to do a little research and talk to some people. And I also use a really cool little software called Nudge. It's a new app, and that's N-U-D-G-E. It's super cheap. And when you buy the subscription to Nudge, I think it's 99 bucks. you can pick whichever market factor you want to focus on, be it absorption rate or list price to sales price ratios or inventory levels, set it, make a comment, and you can email that to your database. You can post it on Facebook, post it on Twitter, and it's just a way to be knowledgeable inside the marketplace in a tool that the public 
really feels comfortable clicking on. So what other systems do you have in your office, Lee, that give you peace of mind to let you take that time off with your kids and not work weekends? Well, when a seller calls in, we have a specific script that we use. We have a seller intake sheet so that we're asking the same questions of everybody that calls in. Then my team knows to go pull the tax cards, pull the surveys, pull the septic permits if it's a septic situation. They've got a checklist of which documents I need before I look at it to prepare the CMA. When a buyer calls in, we get as much information as we can, but buyers don't usually give everything up on the first phone call like a seller will unless they're not qualified. Non-credit people will tell you way too much, which cracks me up. So we have the same process for those buyers, but as soon as they call in, we actually try and figure out their personality profile so we can assign them to the appropriate buyer's agent. And to anybody who's listening who's not highly versed in the DISC profiles or in any of the profiling systems, it's critical to growing your business because it allows you to communicate with a consumer in the way that consumer wishes to be communicated. So I don't speak the same way to an engineer that I do to a CEO. They demand different responses. And you can generally pick that up within a couple of sentences. My entire team is trained on that same path so that we are, again, delivering a consistent experience to the client. Thank you, Lee, for your time today and the wealth of information you've provided us and the listeners. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? You can visit my website, which is leesells.com. That's L-E-I-G-H-S-E-L-L-S.com. You can also find me on Facebook, and I've got my maiden name in there, so it's Lee Thomas Brown. If you need to find me on Twitter, you can look for me, but I only tweet at conferences, so that's not a great use of your time. But if you want to get me in person and you want to get some really great ideas, you need to budget for celebration. That's going to be January 29th through February 2nd at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. You want to come a day early for buyer legends, which will be fantastic if you want ideas on lead generation and conversion of buyers. It's the best money you'll spend in real estate, so suck it up. You've got two months to save your money. And that's going to be a very exciting event. Again, thank you, Lee. And this has been the Proven Path Podcast. The opinions expressed here are the views of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists or the National Association of Realtors. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path Podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com.